0: You're listening to the Put Your Passion to Work podcast, where together we seek to gather inspiration, motivation, along with tangible tips to start and scale your coaching business. I'm your host, Michelle Marie, Mindset and Business Coach. With over 18 years of business experience, you and I are going to transform your passion of helping others so you too can create a profitable coaching business. Let's have some fun while we build your biz starting right now. of the Put Your Passion to Work podcast. Hey, guys, it's Michelle Marie, and I have another great episode for you today. First, I want to read the review of the week. This comes from This Organized Space. Oh, this is from Maria. So she did an interview with me. She is the teacher-turned-professional organizer, so totally go listen to that episode. Okay, so This Organized Space says... This podcast is one of the most refreshing and insightful podcasts. I've listened to Michelle, and she has a beautiful way of speaking. It makes you hang on to her every word. Thank you. I did not know that. My husband might disagree. She goes on to say she is so knowledgeable and has a great understanding of business, productivity, and just life in general. Coaching comes so naturally to her, and her passion for what she does shines through in every episode. I would recommend this to everybody. That is so sweet. Thank you so much for your kind words, Maria. And if you guys want to go ahead and show me some love and leave a review, I would love that. It helps grow the show. It helps to have me pitch bigger names so that I can continue to teach and love up on you guys and have some great resources come in here as well. So I want to make this a sort of quick episode this week. I want to kind of dig into the money mindset and maybe some blocks we might be having because we're new in business. We want to make money, but then when it comes to investing, we either don't have the money or we can't find the money or we refuse to spend the money. And when we know when we don't spend money, what do we spend? We spend our time. And there's a whole list of things that of pros and cons that happen when you make the decision to spend the time versus the money. So I want to address these things. So I want you guys to take in this episode in one of two ways. I want you to listen to this and have this be a coachable moment from me to you. And then I also want you to use this and some of the things that I might say that you like and vibe with, I want you to use this to help overcome objections in your business when it comes to discovery calls, making offers, you know, those DMs, like how do you go really from DM to someone who's interested in working with you on a paid basis? That is such an important skill and it's an underutilized skill, especially as coaches, when I think we are so used to serving and we want to help so bad, but it starts to turn weird when we sell. Something that my current mentor says to me, she said something that was so profound, not really though, but I don't hear it enough. And so I'm going to repeat what she told me. And she says, when we own our own business, whether you like it or not, you are also your own sales rep. And that's so true on so many levels. I was literally a sales rep in my career with my current nine to five before I was an engineer. I spent almost three years in inside sales. And what I did was I would sit down in a call center, kid you not, I couldn't not be on the phone when it was time to work. It was ding, customer, ding, customer, over and over and over all day long. And what I did with that job was it was ding, customer, they're calling because they have a billing question or concern. Usually it was a concern. Usually they were mad and usually they had every right to be mad because someone in the billing department or the sales department didn't explain their bill properly and they had a ton of questions or they just didn't understand their bill. And they weren't very happy about it most of the time. Think about when you have to call a customer service 800 number. Like you're usually frustrated, right? So what I did was I had to during, you know, a 10 or 15 minute kind of duration of a call, I had to turn that angry customer into a paying client with upsells. And this is kind of how it went. So I had a pitch that I, there were certain intros that I had to follow word for word, everyone in the call center, then you could kind of deviate. But then they had suggested templates and pitches you could use. And I remember one of them ending in something like, how does that sound? because you kind of want your customer to nod their head and say, yeah, that sounds good. Okay, great, well, I'm gonna go ahead and get this started. Um, It's gonna be this much a month, and yeah, this is gonna work great for you. So my customer were small business customers, brick and mortar customers, and they were usually calling about their phone bill, and they had a problem with their bill, like I said. I had to build rapport, and I had to relate to them. So I had to say, hey, customer, oh my gosh, yeah, I do see this, I totally understand. Here, let me break it down for you. These are actually correct charges, and this is why sometimes that was enough for them and sometimes they were very unhappy and didn't want those charge so the customers always right so sometimes we'd had to re- we had to reverse charges as a one-time like oops knowing that going forward they would see that on their bill or I would maybe have to even remove a service or a phone line or something like that back then I was also selling internet so if that tells you you know that ages me landlines and internet um, yes those were the big sellers back then okay so during that time again building the rapport making kind of small talk while the quote-unquote system is loading and pulling up your information that was our opportunity to glance at what they had and glance at the upsells that I needed to upsell to them at the end of our call so angry customer make them happy hopefully then it's my chance to shine and like pitch them. And that was very salesy. That felt very like masculine energy, like the sales that everyone thinks that they have to do in order to make sales in a coaching business, which is not the way I teach. And I know how to do that way and it doesn't feel good and I don't even think it works. I haven't really tried it, but it's a very persuasive, like dominant energy kind of selling. And that's not what I teach and that's not what anyone I think should do. But selling is really about serving. But it's also about making offers if you don't have sales in your business or if you don't have a client right now i'm going to ask you when's the last time you made an offer are you working on something that's going to provide a transformation or a goal or a result for that person because you can't complain about not making money or sales when you're not even making offers or just asking someone if they need your help or Hey, I saw you had this problem posted in the Facebook group. Did you know that I help people with that? Are you interested in maybe getting on the phone to learn more? Or hey, I'd really love to help you with that. That's exactly what I do and teach. Would you be willing to learn more? Jump on a call. Or hey, here's my link. Reach out if you ever need me. It can be that easy. So on to the money mindset. Now that I kind of got that story out of the way, I'm having a lot of objections come up not only with my clients but in, and in their business, but when I'm getting on discovery calls with potentials. So it goes something like, oh my gosh, I need you, I wanna work with you, but I literally don't have the money. You would think that the conversation would stop right there. A lot of the times when we are overcoming objections that lead with money, it's almost like a cat. When a cat is like hissing, and pause at a dog, that dog knows, ooh, stop, I'm not gonna go do that again because I don't want that thing to happen. We shouldn't be the dog in this situation. So here's how you could handle this instead. You could say, absolutely, I totally understand if now's not the right time to invest because hopefully you say invest because that's what it is and you're never gonna undervalue or underprice yourself. But you can say, you know, if money wasn't an issue, like if you had it right now, like what else comes up for you? And a lot of the times, they're gonna say something that you actually can coach them through to maybe change their mind. So, price is a common objection because people think that that's their hiss and their claw coming out and that there's no way to overcome it. So, that shuts down any further conversation about working together on a paid basis. So, while I don't want you to become the car salesman, have them say no again, like how I had to do back in my sales days where I had to have them say no to me twice or I think maybe even three times before I could let them go off the phone. And yes, I got cussed at and yes, there were hangups, but that was the way that the company wanted us to sell. So anyways, a lot of the times you're going to find that that's the main objection because it's the easy objection for someone to say when really they might just be having a mindset block and that mindset block could be, gosh, I'm really fearful that I'm going to fail. I'm scared to spend the money on myself to invest in this $300 program, yet last week I was at Target dropping to $300 and didn't even get the thing I came there for. Do you know what I mean? So it's really not the money, it's the fear of failing or the fear of putting yourself out there and like stepping into this new person that everyone else in your life doesn't know you as yet. A lot of my friends and family didn't know me as a business coach. Now they kind of do. That's really scary. That was scary for me. It kind of still is actually, which is weird, but it is and it's real. So I want to encourage you guys to ask the deeper questions that will get to the real objection because that's the one you can overcome and that's the one that turns nos into yeses. The second thing I want to tell you is a no isn't a never. A no just means not right now. And if you hear a no and you really... Like that person, I want you to write their name down. I want to say in a Rolodex, but those don't really exist anymore. So put that name in your phone or in a calendar, in a Trello board, and follow up with them in a few months, and just say, "Hey, how's it going? How are things? I know we talked a few months ago. I know this wasn't the right time then. What what's up now? Like, how's it going? Can I support you?" Do you have more questions? I have this thing opening up and I thought of you. So that's how you can continue that conversation. I feel like I've been talking and I didn't address the reason for this podcast episode today. Money mindset, you guys. So yes, this is all about money mindset, but here's the thing I want you to realize, not for your clients, but for you right now. If you are thinking about investing in a coach or a program or anything that costs a bit of money, that is an investment, I want you to think about the thing I just said before. How much have you spent at Target last month, in the last three months, in the last six months? And yes, you might be kicking yourself for dropping $200 at Target when you just came there for like a kid's birthday present for $30 or $40, and then you walk out $200 poorer and you're not sure what you got, but it's cute. What if you didn't do that for two months? How much money would you have laying around possibly? And what if that money you had laying around that you didn't go spend at Target and Starbucks, you saved that in your sock drawer and said, you know what? I'm going to invest in myself, not on an outfit that's going to go in my closet that I don't wear for months, but I'm going to use that for a program and actually learn something. And let's take that further. I'm actually going to use that investment into a program and learn something that I can then make money on. So taking this skill, learning it, and then using that skill that you just learned to make your own money in your own business. To me, when you explain it like that, that's totally worth it. Here's another example, money mindset. Okay, we're overcoming blocks right now. We're overcoming us and the fear of wanting to invest in ourselves. I still have it happen to me. I'm getting ready to make an $8,000 investment, but I know that it's gonna triple in my return. So I'm gonna spend $8,000, To rub elbows with other women who are on my level in their business and learn from a coach who makes way more than that so i can get to ten thousand dollar months in my business with me and like one or two vas like that's my next step that's going to happen for me this year it's for me to lay down eight grand when my house needs siding when i could pay down my mortgage that's scary isn't it super scary now eight thousand dollars is my scary number Your scary number could be a thousand, it could be three hundred at this point. I don't know. But the point is, what if we took some money and went to the roulette table? Okay. That thing that spins around with the red and black, and there's even an odd numbers. If I gave you a thousand dollars and it was guaranteed you were gonna hit, like you said red, and it hit red, and you were gonna double that, and you knew it with For a fact, and that's the thing, we don't know, right? We don't have a magic crystal ball. But if I sat there and was like, I am a psychic and in five minutes, if you hit red right now, you're going to win and it was true and you did it and it happened, no brainer, right? That's the kind of mentality I want you to have when you make investments. Is it a gamble? Sure. But it's not like roulette table where the odds are 50-50 because once you lay down investments in yourself and in your future you instantly hold your own self accountable and that that money that dollar is your accountability because if you're a driven person you're not going to let that go to waste you're going to do everything in your power to at least level set and, and break even at the end of the day hopefully those are the kinds of questions you need to start asking yourself when you want to invest and i don't care if it's a 47 seven dollar program or a $9.97 program, I want you to say, can I make this money back with what I'm learning? That's why coaches can command a premium price. That's why if we broke it down by the hour, you'd be like, well, you're trying to make more than a doctor. Well, no, I'm not. I'm teaching you something that you can make the same amount of money in or more if you're like a business coach or something. Now, if you're a life coach, then this conversation might feel a little different. But at the end of the day, what is losing 20 pounds going to mean for you and your family? What is being organized with meal plans going to save in your budget? So if you're a life coach or like a meal plan coach or something like that, your result does lead to life-changing transformations. And maybe you can't put a dollar amount on that, but that might even be more valuable because that's priceless. I spend some money with a deep inner work coach and I don't have a tangible thing, but I have a, a renewed mindset and outlook on certain aspects. In my life and that's priceless so that investment paid off that return on investment paid off because now I'm mentally a little bit stronger and positive and that's gonna pay off not only for me in my life but I get to pass on all that goodness to you guys and into my clients so so that's basically the pep talk that I wanted to give you guys so the next time you sit down to make a scary investment I want you to realize that yes it is scary it's always gonna be a little scary that's normal Normal feeling, but it's also exciting, and the the possibilities are exciting. last but not least, this is something I've heard recently too. It's like, well, I can't make money appear out of thin air like the money just isn't there. if I had the money it it would it would happen. I'd make it happen Michelle. so what I would say to that, if you've ever heard that too, or maybe you're that person, honestly, money. Is energy. So back in the day, before it was a dollar bill, it was like a rock or it was a goat, right? It was just an exchange. I truly believe in a couple things when it comes to my mindset. I always find amazing parking spots. I call it pimp parking. (laughs) My husband and I will go somewhere and I'm like, we're circling. I'm like, don't worry, the pimp parking's coming. And then it does. Like, we usually get a good spot. So I manifest, if you will, good parking spots. And my husband and I, I think just from our upbringing like we came from families that didn't have a lot so we know what it's like to live with a lot and it doesn't scare us and we also very much know that money comes to us when we need it so there's a couple things that happened recently I think I need new tires like I mentioned before I think we need to side our home like some pretty big things are starting to happen that we need to pay for and it's scary but I also know that we're going to be taken care of So that makes me feel really good. Um, Another mentor told me, gosh, when you make a big, scary investment, whether it's your home or with a program or something like that, a coach, a mastermind, she was like, think of all the people you're going to be helping. You're going to be helping that person who owns the siding company. You're going to help the people that manufacture the siding. You're going to help the workers that are coming to your home to put the siding on. Like all those people are being helped with your investment of your money. So maybe that'll help you guys feel good about it too. So that's just a new way to think of it. So money is energy. If you believe that you don't have the money, you're not going to ever have the money. I'm sorry. But if you believe that money is coming to you and it's only a matter of time and that everything will be taken care of, that's what's going to happen. you're going to manifest that through your thoughts. And then your actions will follow those thoughts. You guys, there's been times where we'll get a check in the mail for some, I don't know, HSA or like we overpaid in our thing in our mortgage. What's that called? Um, Escrow or something. And we'll just get a check for like $800. Oh, awesome. That's going to be perfect and come in handy for, and then fill in the blank for that thing we had to spend on, that unexpected expense. So I want everyone to adopt this positive money mindset, and I want you guys to actually listen to this guided meditation. It's on YouTube, I'm not an affiliate, it's free. It's like an eight hour recording that you can listen to at night, if you'd like. When I listen to it, I'm not kidding you guys, I've made $2,500 when I listened to this guided meditation. I say don't knock it till you try it and it won't hurt, So if you try this thing for 30 days and it doesn't manifest money for you, hey, you didn't lose anything because you did it at night. So you didn't waste time either. Okay, so if you want that link to that recording, go to my show notes. And like I said, just try it because you will be so surprised on how subconsciously it may help you adopt this amazing money mindset if you are feeling like you're living in lack or that you're living without The last thing I'll say is, tangibly, you can come up with money. You can have a garage sale. You can go on Facebook Marketplace and go sell those old electronics and those old kid toys and the old stroller that's sitting in your garage or your basement. There are ways to make a quick buck. So if you're really driven and you really want this to happen and you really want to make this small or large investment, there's amazing things you can do to manifest this money and to produce this money. And I've touched on some of those today. Okay, you guys, I've lectured you enough. Um, Thank you so much for listening to this. I really, really hope this helps not only for your own money mindset, but when you are coaching clients and when you're getting on those calls and you have to come up with objections and have a coachable moment. The last thing I want to say as well, this brings up one more thing, is that shame on us for thinking that we can start an online business and that it doesn't take any kind of money we can't have that kind of mindset and then expect to make money. It's just not gonna happen. Or if it does, it's gonna be like this one hit wonder and you're gonna crash and burn. So please continue this beautiful circle of life. And if you are a coach and you are commanding a premium, I really hope that you're also investing in some other coach so that you can continue this circle because I'm truly a believer that if I am asking you to spend three to four figures on me to coach you, You better believe that I'm also paying that forward to continue to learn and grow and advance my skills through receiving coaching and making those same investments. All right, you guys, I want to throw you so much love. Thank you so much again for listening to this. And please hit me up. Send me a DM. Tell me what you thought about this episode. What are your learning lessons? I want to hear it all. Hey, real quick before you go, if you are inspired by today's show and you learned something new, I want you to take a screenshot, post it in your Instagram stories and tag me at Put Your Passion to Work because together we can practice abundance, take inspired action and help motivate other passionate women just like us.